0: Till I sang, till I sang. You're gonna to have to pay for that. Till I sang, till I sang, till I, 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 I sang. What do you do, Najma?
1: Is he is he like talking to me, or he's just talking to the world?
0: As you approach the village, uh-huh. uh, this stilted village where these houses sort of congregate and and sit over this this muck, this bog, you can tell that there is a voice coming from somewhere in the thicket of the houses. You don't know exactly where. It is punctuated by speech of you better pay for that or I'm not made of money, etc. etc. coming from somewhere in the village as a whole. And as you arrive, you can actually get a pretty good look at the layout of this village. Mm-hmm. It's very geometrical and there are these huts that dot and pepper the central areas.
1: I think I'm going to just like sneak around and try to find the loudest voice.
0: So give me a stealth roll and let's see where you go. Go ahead and place yourself. 27 27 mm-hmm. you can go anywhere within your 30 foot you have a 30 foot range right yes yeah, anywhere, no, 45. 45. Anywhere you like within 45 feet, maintaining this sort of stealth as you almost blend into the shadows. Did you say that you you like stripped? Are you like covered in mud? How, how are you? I think she's camouflaged?
1: caked out in mud. Yeah. But it's like that dried, crispy kind. But Absolutely. I th- I think she's just in like an like straight up panties and underwear. I can with read the thingy.
0: I can read Andrew's mind Arnie and Predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's not where I was. Oh, okay. Where were I'd you? already thought that when I yeah. left. I was like, excellent, poor treatment. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and, and move 45 feet uh, somewhere into the village. Now, I want to say that this walkway is raised. Everything around it that is not these huts or these floating docks uh, is water.
1: Okay. And the water is the water's like brown.
0: It's, it I is assume, putrid bog water. Cool.
1: Before I take my 45, can I try to do perception to see the loudest claim? Absolutely. Okay.
2: With the description, I'm imagining um, that one village from Avatar. Where the they had the brown water and everything. They had to like break down the dam or whatever it was. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. We,
0: the Lady of the Mist.
2: Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. 16.
0: Yeah, I think that you are pretty sure that the voice is coming from the this central one. house. Okay, exactly. I'm going to go there. And you are right up against the sort of thatched, woven vines of this house, and as you can see, there are wide, short windows looking in. Uh, it looks to be uh, some sort of store or market. There, there are tables full of goods, and with your perception, you can see staggering around inside his back to you, there is a man <gasps> dressed in some sort of uh, brown, mossy cloak, and he just kind of is staring at the wall and oh. saying again, On sale.
1: Can, can some Dark Soul shit. Can I cast Minor Illusion to create like a beat inside the store? A beat? Mm-hmm. What is a beat? Like a drum beat.
0: Oh. Just a vegetable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a save versus your DC.
1: Fifteen. I think I take the star scarf and I just like whip it and it creates like but like the vibration of drums. And it's not like one drum; it's like a beat, like a drum line, like yeah, something he could sing to is until what I'm going for. I sang until I sang
0: until yeah. I sang mm-hmm. until I sang. Mm-hmm. This man doesn't straighten up as you create this subtle beat. This man just begins to like sway with it, almost not noticing, but now incorporating the beat itself into his chant. Okay. I sang until I sang until I sang until until until, okay. until, until I was plucked. Mm. You're gonna to have to pay for that. His hands rest on the counter. His back is still to you.
1: All right. I think I wanna tie my scarf around my waist and then sneak inside. 18.
0: As soon as you cross the threshold, you do so incredibly silently, mm-hmm. stepping, just without even the sound of the wind that your clothes would make as you pass in. Mm-hmm. You step on the boards, and there is no creak, but the figure jerks upright. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for that. Still facing the wall away from you, something snakes up above the hood of his robe and <gasps> whips at the air. <sighs> and you stop where you are. He begins to turn, turning to the left. Oh, God. Eyes, sightless, pass over you. He's an older man, chestnut, beard, beard and completely bald pate. He has the sort of ink-stained hands of, of a, a store owner who's used to tying up bundles of, mm-hmm. of wheat or grain. He looks very, very ill. And there is just the slenderest vine, a tendril of green with a thorny top that sprouts somewhere from his neck in his hood and is peeking out over the crown of his head. He appears to have some sort of blisters or or pustules on his skin that pulse in time with the beat that you have created. You're going to have to pay for that. I don't live on charity. Guys, it's not Dark Souls. It's Bloodborne. Hey.
3: (laughs) Huge difference. (laughs) Once inspired by Lovecraft.
0: (laughs) The sun is setting. Have you guys had a chance to talk at all? Have you discussed Ma'at not being there? I know Yoro's the one that noticed Ma'at's disappearance, but I don't know if McGowan has been able to have a conversation with her. Maybe on one of the rotations of the crews and the breaks with this undermanned ship, with, with, with the, the cries of the feverish crewmen in the hold now beginning to break out on deck as uh, RN and co. continue to wash their heads and try to give them water, what do you do? Um, are their cries getting worse? Uh, like, progressively? F- just yells, like, every once in a while, like a, a feverish man would. Okay.
2: Mm. Uh, well, I think that um, on one of the breaks or whatever, I don't know, maybe we had a moment to chat, like, checking on the body of the king, just to see if it's weirdly decomposing like everything else. No. It is not.
0: You slip into the hold on one of these breaks, uh, two now sensing something in, in his captain's mind. Gives you a nod and just sort of stands inside as you go and check on the king. He looks uh, bad, but no worse. Right. He is essentially slop bones. It's been a couple, like, it's been about a week.
2: Yeah. Also then. I really wish
0: I knew about cremation. (laughs) But it's an oil slop. Uh, Sorry, it's like an oil sack, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's meant to carry things without like water seeping in or out. Yeah. Whatever Rose gave you.
2: Well, I think that with that, like if he's not strangely decomposing like everything else, just taking a moment to speak with Yora. Also, uh, what was it that I pinged on right before? The fight started with the the spiders and the bad bugs.
0: unfortunately, unless you cast the spell detect magic, mm. I can't tell you anything about the nature of a spell mm-hmm. or or a school of magic or anything quite like that. Yeah, I, how did you describe it? Because in my mind, it was like prickles on the back of the neck, that sort of sixth sense of something arcane or something magical going on. yeah, mod gives you that sort of background tingle, especially when they change your appearance or change their appearance. Mm-hmm but this was not in the presence of
2: Ma'at. Gotcha. That was what I was trying to remember if it was anything specific or not. Um, Yara, there's something strange about this swamp. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's got to do with Ma'at or not, but they still haven't returned. King seems the same,
3: though. Uh, He seems the same. Just was Scottish there for a second. (laughs) Let me not mirror what you're doing there, and I'll (laughs) drop in and find my own thing here in a second.
0: I think you're rowing uh, now. Yeah. Uh, RN has uh, had to drop out. His for sure. Arm is giving him too much trouble, and he's instead going and working in the hold with the sick men.
2: It does seem like a strange uh, swamp. Hey, and whatever this sickness is affecting the crewmen, it seems like it's moving rather fast for something natural. I, I fear it might be something else, but I, uh, I don't have the skill to really identify what it is. To be honest, yeah, in the span of my life, all this is uh, a bit new to me. You know, for more than 200 years, I, I lived as you. you know, By the axe, by the blade. The things that I can do now are still very strange to me. I know they're strange to everyone else.
3: I don't think your response... Yeah, I think somewhere in the middle of that, she visibly shifts and is not listening to you anymore.
0: And you travel... Uh, except for Atu's commands, row, row, row in silence until the captain raps and holds up a fist. The signal for quiet. This is the of ships in the sea move stealth. Ooh.
2: Boat stuff. <laughs> yeah. You love it when the Sneaky boat says that. <laughs>
0: that seems about right. There is a grumble from the front the crewmen at the front who are now trying to row silently, silently in this encroaching darkness underneath the canopy. The, the swamp has only gotten thicker and now instead of wild marshlands and swamps, it is more uh, akin to a jungle or to the Everglades as Brooke said. There is a, a grumble from Sotero's group at the front which is silenced by a look from Atu and you slide close into the port of Pissmire. <laughs> what do you do, Najma? Um, this tendril <sighs> from behind this man's head is again tasting the air. You can tell this, this alert came from the moment you stepped inside the room. And now looking down, you can see vines, plants choking this inner floor.
1: <sighs> Let's be real. I have two hit points. Whoa. So whoops. I Oh my god. Yes. Yeah I'm like <laughs> so scared Sorry. for myself. Um can I Oh I don't feel like it Are they on the ground near my feet?
0: The vines? Yeah.
1: Am I standing on one?
0: Uh the very edge of your toe.
1: Fuck I touched, touched one, one. It was okay. and it
0: curled up under okay. as you as you look. You are no longer standing on one.
1: Is there an unoccupied space by him where there are like no vines or is it just like a vine nest under his feet?
0: Uh, completely out of place in this store, or whatever it is, there is a beautiful ornate oak wardrobe, like a wardrobe wardrobe. Okay. That has uh, maybe three or four space of ceiling clearance Okay. that, as far as you can tell, is completely untouched by leaves plants or, or any kind of plant matter.
1: And it's like by where he was looking at, sort of? It
0: would now be behind him because he's facing you.
1: Okay, can I, is it dark inside or dim lit?
0: Yes. Can this, I this is,
1: shadow step
2: yeah.
0: to the
1: wardrobe?
0: Absolutely. And with your very high stealth, you, so you're you in this sort of crouched position mm-hmm. and you're just dipping into the shadow and out of the shadow on top of the wardrobe in that crouched position. Mm -hmm. It's a little tight, but you didn't make any noise, and you are now, I would say, functionally prone on top of this wardrobe, looking down on this uh, strange...
1: I wanted to look at the spot he was looking at on the wall.
0: You look down, and I think that is specifically like his cashier's stand.
1: Okay. I kind of want to try to toss a coin on the ground and, like, try to hit one of the vines.
0: Give me just a basic dexterity check.
1: Okay, natural 20.
0: Uh, Where do you want to throw it?
1: Okay, I think the vine's at his feet.
0: At right at his feet, uh-huh. have been square in the dome piece behind him, left, right, or
1: <laughs> I think in front, like as far away from ah. me as I can. If you know what I'm saying, so you
0: toss it. Literally, it's a beautiful shot. It just goes right underneath the crook of his arm, barely missing the fabric of his robe as it hangs down, and lands directly between his feet in front of him. And you don't see exactly what happens because you see it from behind. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, three more tendrils burst out of the back of his neck all you can see is the back of the hood as this happens and an awful
2: <laughs>
0: in this dim light an explosion of dust or pollen or some sort of thing being expelled from the front of this figure blasting out onto the the place where you were uh-huh. where you were originally sneaking in the front of this shop and everybody here on the ship Here's that. Oh, God. Let's roll for initiative. I'm going
1: to die. It's not Bloodborne. It's Last of Us. I'm going <laughs> to die. It's all the things. Um, I would like to change my class to a cleric really quick. <laughs> Heal myself, and then I'll, I'll switch back. Ah.
0: As the boat is silently gliding into dock, someone near the front slips with their oar, and the result is that the Helheims bow Slams and reverberates into the floating dock of this small town, this stilt town that you have floated up to. And at the same time, the reverberating bellow, I'm not going to do it again, Uh, somewhere inside of the village roars out. And instantly, Arn, axes in hand, two axes. Axes? Uh, and is pushing his way Arnie, to the, the edge of the railing. Atu simply behind him with the sling. And there is a moment where nobody does anything. What do you do?
1: Oh, God. Um, Najma,
0: as this powder fills that space just outside the shop, you hear a clank from out on the docks. And Arn, axes in hands, holds up that fist one more time. I hear it. You hear the clank. The clank. But everybody is remaining silent.
1: I think I want to cast Pass Without a Trace. Great. Can I do that?
0: Uh, It would end your minor illusion, but yes.
1: Oh, that's okay, because that's just the drums.
0: So these sort of shadows weave around you even more and fold yourself in the dark.
1: And I just want to, like, sit, crouch, and stay there.
0: Yora, what do you do? I think she's going to uh,
3: have the two-handed axe... But I think she's going to hoist out a spear and attack if something presents itself in a negative light. Holding a, a ranged attack.
2: McGowan. Uh, yeah, if we've got the hold sign, McGowan is just going to have one of his hand axes ready to throw. He's uh, he's already made himself uh, a, a, not a nuisance, but is not on the crew's best side right now. So he's not going to bust out against orders. Absolutely. Not his ship.
0: And everybody makes the exact same decision they follow Arn's cue. So fucking so Until, on his action, the universal silent <laughs> sign for fan out.
3: A little two-flick forward.
0: This thing, this, this, this man that is not a man. You're going to pay for that. I don't run on charity here. And stumbles out the way that you came. Just one square.
1: Okay, he's out though? Yeah,
0: he's sort of roving. You can see now not the one. But four tendrils roving and tasting the air around his head.
3: Motherfucker be walking around like.
1: I think I'm gonna try to sneak out.
0: Great, go ahead and give me that stealth check.
1: Oh my god. Natural one. Oh no. But then it was 18. But you know.
0: You got plus 10.
1: I'm afraid.
0: (laughs) I'm afraid a critical failure is yeah. always going to be a critical failure. It's so
1: bad. <laughs> like I think I try to like run on the wall, and my fucking legs are like broken, sort of, and so I just like <laughs>
0: from falling, yeah. from into the yeah. falling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I think they're really fractured or sprained or whatever.
0: In this moment of adrenaline, you forget how injured you are, and as soon as you put your foot down and try to put weight on it, it crumples underneath you, and you mm-hmm. fall. Uh, do you shout or yelp or anything? I thumping. think she
1: shouts, but because I have bounced out a you can't hear it.
0: Oh, speech is muffled. Nevertheless, the thumping and the clattering of, yeah. of knocking things over. And now everybody here uh, hears that as this thing again lets out a mournful Aah! and turns around and is going to thunder in towards you. Now you can see that these these pustules under this face, these four tendrils coming up from behind this man's neck through his hood, these pustules are now glowing, glowing with some sort of photosynthetic light. 15 to hit. No. I think... This man's hands are now like flying free of their robes, and they actually grow and, and move outward with a sickening of a stretched rope, stretching taut. And the fingers themselves are now formed into some sort of claw, which slams down directly uh, at your feet, and the other one slams directly into the wall above your head as you evade both. And Arn gives the go. Next in the order is Yora.
3: Arn's given the go. Go! Cool beans. She's going to go off the boat, spear out, 40.
0: First one off this boat, leaping off the hellheim towards whatever this sound is. You, you begin to see farther down on this upraised walkway, there are spiraling vines connecting certain houses uh, that sort of creep along the wooden path.
3: Uh, can I hold my action in case something Absolutely. presents itself? Absolutely. Like, oh, that's why she's just
0: carrying that spear ready. Uh, Najma again. You are prone.
1: Oh shoot! Okay, can I get up?
0: It takes half of your movement. Okay,
1: I think I'm gonna do three attacks and use my key point. Boo! Yeah.
0: How do you get to your feet, like in the cool, like martial arts kind of way?
1: No, I keep think up. it's not pretty. Just
0: revival <laughs> and lash out against this awful thing.
1: Twenty-six.
0: That hits. Okay.
1: Natural twenty on the second one. Ooh. That's a crit. Let's
0: keep that one separate.
1: Twenty-one for the third. Also hits. Twenty-six for the fourth.
0: Every single one of them hits. Roll that damage. Crit lasts.
2: Filthy.
1: Is a seven, and then a seven, and then another seven. (laughs) Ooh! Thirteen. Nice! 34 damage. Great. Well,
0: what is it? Is it elbow, elbow, hand, foot? What does it look like? This monk flurry of blows.
1: An elbow, and then a hook, and then an undercut, and then a headbutt.
0: And this the sort of stunned face of this bald man with his big chestnut beard, it almost looks confused and uh, sort of frightened. I'm not paying for this. And <laughs> you push and push and crunch. And as your foot comes down to give the leverage for the next hit, that crushing final uh, critical attack, mm-hmm. um, you can see that the tendrils are moving every time you place your feet on the vines, recalibrating as to where you are. Mm. Uh, But this man's face is just kind of filled with sadness or or even fear Mm -hmm. at being struck in this way. Pummel and pummel and pummel like Ip Man. Everybody hears that I'm not paying for that. Next in the order is McGowan.
2: McGowan is going to come off the boat. 10, 25, hold his action. He's got a hand axe and it's uh, beginning to glow red just a little bit uh, with the heat uh, as he's uh, holding that in case anything pops out.
0: And next in the order, the crewmen who are going to bustle behind Arn and take up defensive positions on the boat itself. There is an answering scream. from Not from where this thing is as it is being pummeled. Mm -hmm. There is an answering scream from the inside of the boat. Two young boys now calling out in fear one man's voice uh, sort of yelling out in alarm. Arn and Atu, transfixed looking towards the inside of this boat as the hold breaks open and (laughs) you can see in your periphery, one of the sailors, bandaged and and feverish, is holding off one of his crew members who looks gray and there's a, a tendril of vine coming out of his nose. Inside, the boys continue to scream as this sailor wrestles with his vine-covered compatriot. And as this lumbering, vine-covered crewman is prone down on the ground holding down his friend, Arn has uh, advantage to attack and misses. too many limbs flying through the space, too many crewmen trying to get out of the way. Animalistic, grunting, babbling fight happening on the ground. And next is this thing with those long, long arms that continue to stretch outward, stretch up to the ceiling, coiling like vines, and bring them both down on top of you, Najma. That's a one. No. How do you dodge as this thing manages to stick one of its pincer-like thorns into the ground, stuck there at the ground right in front of you as you twist and wiggle out of the way?
1: I think I, like, step on the vine because I know it will follow me and I just try to, like... Confuse yeah. it. Back bends and like yeah, trying yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I love that. With your back bends and your twistings around, leaves you directly face to face with this man mm-hmm. who again tries to open his mouth. Ah, ah, but nothing comes out mm. this time. No pollen, no spores. Although there is that, still that cloud hanging the entrance you came in.
1: Since we're face to face, I just want to look him in the eye and say, You are not okay, my friend. And see if he answers me in normal.
0: Through tears that leak down like amber, brown in this dim light. Mm -hmm. Say, I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that. I sang until I sang until I sang until I was plucked.
1: I'm sorry, I have to hit you now, and then I'm going to hit. 21 for the first one.
0: 26 for the second one. 27 for the third one. Whoa. All three of those hit. Okay, great. Roll that damn ash.
1: Okay, 7, 11. Nice. And then 10.
0: Wow. Again, with this mixture of elbows and pushes and redirects and Mm -hmm. another elbow across, I think you end with a kick across the face and the neck snaps (gasps) like a dry twig and hangs down low. Those eyes still looking at you, that mouth still mouthing things and the tendrils themselves snake up and out, I'm going to need you to make uh, a constitution saving throw. Ooh. This head hanging by just fibers of some sort of green stringy material is now sort of spilling from the neck hole some sort of uh, a powder or okay. dust.
1: Okay, that's a nine.
0: Oh, no. You cough.
1: Ah, oh, damn it.
0: Next in the order. <laughs> oh. I skipped Yora. This is okay. I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's yours turn. What do you do?
3: The only thing I would know to do. Uh, I heard the boys screaming? Yes. From inside the ship? Yes. Yeah, I love you, sweetie. It's um, okay. That's five, ten.
0: Leaping over the railing of the house. Back Helheim onto the boat. Next to Arn.
3: And she's gonna pull out her battle axe and use uh, an action dash to get into the hold with whatever's in there with the boys.
0: You see the boys pushing behind crates, trying to hide in in this rotting, now listing hold as nobody has secured the boat and it is still moving with the tide. A glimmer of an eye as Arn and Zakar are pushed up against the wall behind a crate of ammunition. And there, lurching from side to side, some sort of vine sticking from his nose, is one of the other infected crewmen.
3: All good. I'm going to bonus action rage and yell my head
0: off. Bursting into the hold. <laughs> Aye, Captain! <laughs> I Four love that shit. Lurches towards the front, towards you. The boys continue to scream. McGowan.
2: So we've got stuff happening down in the hold. Yes. Which Yora just ran down into.
0: Vaulted back over the rail of the Hellheim and pushing past the crowds of crewmen still on uh, oars.
2: And then. Arn is like on top of the other one who's on the deck
0: yeah like a scramble of legs and limbs
2: I think that seeing that and knowing what happened last time McGowan did his thing over you know near the boat or toward the boat or anything especially with you know a lot of bodies on top of bodies he's gonna keep on going ahead yeah, I heard the noise, but it just like, as I'm going, do I see anything?
0: The only movement other than uh, the vines on the ground, which now that you look at them in the, this dim light, you have dark vision, correct? Yeah. Maybe the vines move a little bit underfoot, although you are not yet standing on them. And then at the far end of this gangway of these planks, you see just a puff of air, dust, some sort of cloud,
2: I think that if he sees the vines and everything kind of wiggling uh, and that there's commotion coming from this way, I think he is going to use his action then to dash and go toward the commotion over here and try to avoid the vines on the ground if possible.
0: Give me a dexterity check.
2: Okay. I am thick. I am 300 years old. What was the (laughs) roll? Three minus one. A two.
0: (laughs) It is a two. It counts as difficult terrain as these vines uh, also appear to be actively like moving and slipping and impeding your approach.
2: Great. And for the sake of um, bookkeeping stuff, we have not rested at all, no short or anything, no. since the last thing.
0: It's just been go. Next in the order, the crew, who I think are going to collectively muscle this uh, seemingly infected crewmate off of his still cognizant compatriot. A tendril now even farther going out of his nose, now hanging down somewhere around his chest. He says, All right, on starboard? Through the mouthful of leaves. The starboard crewman with this tendril hanging down is going to not even looking around, try to (sighs) scrabble and claw at the crewman behind him and is actually held back as it is trying to scratch at Sotero's face and this big bad guy is unable to speak as you have separated head from vocal cords and it is just the tendrils and the eyes blinking and the mouth working is going to take an action to try to rip his left claw out of the ground and succeeds. Oh, shit. That is his action. Okay. Held and flanked by multiple crewmen and a big berserker, this infected whipping around tendril crewman is held steady for Arn to take a swipe. <laughs> that is going to hit.
2: Yeah. Was... Wait, is Arn dual wielding great axes? I was like, if he's dual
3: wielding great axes. I was like, oh, uh, that's was, awesome. Uh, that was better. I was like, I want to learn how to do that.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he. Directly in, and this one wheels around and says, Right away, Captain, is going to lurch towards you. Please and thank you. That is not gonna hit. That is a
3: Oh, I maintain my rage because you attacked me. (laughs) Fifteen to hit. It does not hit now. Back up to Yora. Ah. Battle axe. This is the only dude in the room, right? It was these two? Yeah. So there's only one that's in the room and the other one's out on the deck. Or there are two in the room. There's
0: one on the deck. And there's one in the room with you. Cool.
3: I couldn't remember if it was three or two.
0: Yeah, there were there were three infected, but one of them was not this.
3: Awesome. I'm a I'm a swing battle at, I'm a battle. I'm gonna swing a big old great axe at <laughs> it. I'm gonna reckless attack too.
0: Hit it. That is a 26
3: to hit. On that the is first gonna one. hit Is it tasty? It's a 12 on a d12. Ooh. Um, oh. Feels good. That is a 19 points of damage oh. on the first hit.
0: Damn. 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 You tear his arm off. I think you chop just directly, just directly through, and the blood is is spurting as one would expect. There is also a black or green icker that is drooling slowly down from the the wound. Hell's yeah, these kids are traumatized. A. Now they are silent. <laughs> B, is still up. It is up. Okay, cool beans.
3: Second attack.
0: Twenty two to hit. That is going to hit. Twelve points of damage kill it in the most spectacular fashion bring him up in the way that he yes. should go
3: <laughs> i will i've bisected one arm completely off yes cool we come in wide on that first one and just uh, and it completely rips the right arm off she's gonna swing the axe around and get it right in the clavicle and in the neck uh. right and she's just gonna sink it in pretty deep and she's just gonna reach a hand into the collarbone rip it out and stab it in the head with its bone a little That's bit of combat
0: anatomy.
1: My man.
2: Hey, oh. if you fracture the collarbone with an axe, then you have two really sharp pieces of bone. I so. mean, frankly, it'd be a waste not to use it. Thank you.
0: I think RN, we use all the parts. Watches silently and then Zakar bursts out in a battle roar as well. Ah! Which RN joins in with.
2: Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Bound. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. They're still rolling out more of their new draconian dice sets. They've added green and blue, and today they actually just added purple. Got a real Najma vibe there, and I dig it. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of The Quest Company and you want to give us a boost, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in and getting more of those really does help us boost our visibility. And if you really love what we do here at The Quest Company and you would like to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as two dollars a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreoncom questcompanypodcast. You can find a link to the Patreon on our website, QuestCompanyPodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at the Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out our website. It's all there. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that's even more true for shows like ours. We don't do paid ads anywhere, and us posting on our own social media can really only get us so far. But if you tell your friends about us, they are way more likely to listen. They already know that they like you. They're taking a chance on us. You know, once we got them, we got them. But, you know, if you could help us on the front end, that's that's really fantastic. So please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. We love seeing you posted about the podcast using hashtag The quest Company. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Tagging us really is the best way to make sure that we see what you're posting and to guide folks directly to us. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more awesome art since our last episode. Thank you to Brad at Brad Oxnum underscore sketch art on Instagram for rounding out the crew and sending us some great art of Najma. If you haven't seen that, go check it out on our Instagram and Twitter or in the fan art gallery on the website. I'd like to thank Joe Lightus for running the game and editing this episode, along with the artist whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Akash Gandhi for the song Eyes of Glory, Antonio Bizarro for the song Venus Flytrap, David Hillowitz for the song The Bridge Horror, Roz Call for Closing In and Where Have You Gone, and Viseria for the song Seething, Ambient Sound by TabletopAudio.com and Solar Flare, additional sound design by Rezoral. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company. Next in the order. Is McGowan. Uh, hey, McGowan is going to continue uh, heading this way toward the commotion over yonder. This is a difficult terrain, yes?
0: Yes. Okay, so. Unless he makes. You, you can make another dex to try to okay. move
2: normal. 10 minus 1, 9.
0: It is still difficult terrain. Oh, oh no, dwarfs.
2: Yeah. Let's see here. Dwarf life. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll use my action dash to go through the vines and get over there.
0: And now you see a young woman but blurred somehow difficult to focus on as though the shadows themselves are shielding her from view fighting uh, against something you're still on the you're not on the ground but you are right up next to it sort of flowing in between martial arts poses and Mm -hmm. then stopping to pummel you see this beast this creature this man who though the head is off and hanging down and only the tendrils seem to be holding this thing this creature up its eyes lock eyes with you and it mouths something.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: can I make it. it out at all? What it what it mouths at me?
0: Lip reading for, should be, should be wisdom, I think. Okay. Seven. You can do it as well as you can read my lips.
2: Yeah. Got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it is back to. No,
2: I skipped Najma.
1: I know you did. Ah! It's okay. <laughs> it's so hard. I know. It's okay. Here's I her.
2: run in as she's mid punch. Well, this is what you see. Yeah.
0: And you see this.
2: <laughs>
1: Did I cough? I just coughed. Nothing happened. That was it. Yes. That I know of.
0: Yes. Which you hear now, and it sounds muffled somehow, as though there's, uh, in another room, this cough.
1: Mm. <laughs> mm. Foley work,
2: bitches. Mm. I love some foley. I'm
1: going to tilt my head to look at him, and I'm just going to say, you seem like a nice guy. I'm so sorry. And then I'm going to three attack. Three
0: attacks. Yeah on the awful plant
1: monster. Okay, well, that was a natural,
0: uh, I'm afraid that is disastrous as oh, the God. first one. Lurching now, uh, it sends both of you to the ground as oh, God. it blocks the first one with a flailing arm. And both of you are now on the ground, on the vines, and the vines themselves are now
1: uh. trying to slurp
0: around your arms and okay. hands. I would allow a bonus action, but oh, not. I, I think it, it stopped the, the attack
3: action. Okay,
1: okay. I have two hit points. I have no key points. We're just going to lay there.
3: You also can teleport in darkness. With key points? No. It's, it's free. free. You can do it as much as you want. What? Mm-hmm. Infinite. <laughs> yes. Did
0: you can, know that? You hear your mother say, <laughs> remember, you can teleport infinitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you, mama.
0: Um, <laughs> Use the force.
1: Um, but the I can't go, like, outside, right?
0: Anywhere in dim light.
1: And it's dark out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. When you're in dim light or darkness, as a bonus action, you can teleport up to 60 feet, and then I have advantage on the first melee attack you make before the end of the turn. Okay. I'm getting out. Where are you on? Out. I Could I see?
0: Yeah. McGowan, then. Yes. Okay. So, McGowan, what does Najma see as you come tromping up, like, smashing over these uh, vines that continue to sort of grip at your feet?
2: Uh, You see a very tan, grizzled old dwarf with gray-white hair uh, and a large axe and shield in hand, uh, and he is, you know, armored. Uh, he has these, like, pauldrons on his shoulders, and he's coming, uh, clomping through. He's currently trying to, like, fight his way, like, to get through these vines, uh, running in, in your direction, as he's like, hey! Okay.
1: Where? I think I'm gonna go, cause I can only go this way, right? Or this way?
2: <laughs> Anywhere you
0: can see.
1: I don't know you, so I'm gonna just go this way. Ugh.
0: And as you lock, lock icons, lock eyes with her, and say, "Hey," she flits out of the grasp of this thing on the ground, out and is prone outside.
1: There I am. I'm just gonna catch my breath for a minute.
0: You you are in this awful, almost embrace as you are on the ground. This thing is at least partially draped over top of you, and the the vines beneath creeping up. And you, and you are outside. Whew. And next in the order are the crew members who are going to weakly attack, bludgeon, and beat down the violent crew member. They miss. That thing reaching back around. Oh, no, it's dead. Rip. Uh, I have its skull in my hand. Yeah, you have the crewman's skull. Uh, this infected crewman turns around and bites, leaning back, <sighs> and tries to bite next to it. Mm. That's a two, and it bounces off of what could probably stand to be washed leather armor. Arn gross. Ship a bow. He sinks uh, his his axes into the side of this thing and more black icker begins to spit out and Arn is sort of almost sprayed down his left side with this sort of icker. <laughs> That's Joe, not anything in there.
1: And <laughs>
2: <It's laughs> <of> the boys.
0: <laughs> no!
1: <laughs>
0: this thing. Who now? unaware of where Najma is. Those tendrils seeking out feels and z- zings towards McGowan, whose foot has just stepped on a vine. Slither forward. Ooh. And then, ignoring the difficult terrain, one, two, three, up to McGowan. And it is going to breathe in and try to expel these awful spores at you. Mm. I need
2: you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, dex one. Ah, beans. That's ah, 11 ah, minus beans. one, ten. 10. Ah, crud. I was expecting con. Ah, beans. Damn it. Can you keep track for me?
3: 1. 1, 6, 7, 3, 10, 2, 12, 4, uh, 16, 6, 24, my god, 22. Five. 27 27 2 28 29 Shut up <laughs> I hate
2: math 29 acid damage That was too many D 8s <laughs> There's only a few As the, uh, just pumping What level are <laughs> you? Pouring
0: out of this thing's torso And McGowan is just sort of coated in this awful agent orange powder Ugh. And you cough <coughs> <laughs> Ah fuck Back up to Yora.
3: Cool beans. Uh, there's no more threats in here with the little boys, right? None. Cool beans.
0: And they are power yelling with you. <laughs> Love it. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm going to turn and throw the, the crewman that I just murdered onto the deck because I assume I'm still probably near the door. I assume I like came right in and had that confrontation and step out. Do I see this dude still being a problem?
0: He's still... <laughs> and even more down, down, this 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 vine is creeping out of his nostrils.
3: Cool beans. 20 to get in range, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: I think you're pushing past crewmen and over benches.
3: Cool beans. I'm going to reckless attack this. Wait, no. Do I need to reckless attack? Is you have advantage
0: because it's uh, everybody is flanking it. Like, it could not be more flanked.
3: Good night, son. 20-something. Hit. Cool. Um, ooh 18 points of damage. Kill it. Yeah, excellent. Easy peasy at this point. I think she's just going to, like, jam the axe in the head and just keep going until it stops somewhere probably in the sternum.
0: Flowers come out of his mouth.
3: I don't understand any of this. Can I use the rest of my movement? A- Absolutely. Action? Okay.
0: As the crew react in horror, dropping this thing, that as it stands now bisected down and, and crumbles to its knees. Flowers are pouring out of this poor man's throat. And that's the end of your turn. Yeah, I can't do anything with him. (laughs) Makes me sad. Najma, you are on the ground outside. I I am. You You don't have to do anything if you don't want. It's been pretty awful. I
1: think she, I I really think she's just going to take a breath. He, McGowan can't see me anymore, correct? And I can't see him? Correct. Yeah, I think she's just going to lay for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. And just look up and take a breath.
2: McGowan. Well, that hurt. Uh, It was not great so mcgowan is going to uh hoist up his battle axe and he wants to uh do a twin green flame blade so just take two swinging strikes with his axe at this creature 19 for the first one hit 12 for the second one miss okay that is 17 points of damage from the axe
0: you deal this thing a mighty blow. And I think you lop off like an arm or, or, or at least chunk of this thing off and just more and more plant matter begins to pour up through where you begin to hack through this, this robe, this, this poor shopkeeper's garb. There is no word. There is no speech. There is nothing. It, it can only look at you with those still human eyes as those tendrils are completely controlling mm-hmm. its movement. And it keeps coming. Uh, Atu sprinted in and grabbed the two children out of the hold, bringing them out onto the main deck. Arn throws the the corpse of the split-through creature into the hold and slams the door and looks down at the crewman on the ground. His hands are shaking. The crew circle this man. Next in the order, this thing. It is going to rear back up as it did with Najma. Awful, long, Mr. Fantastic, super-stretch Armstrong arms (laughs) to bring in from around the side, both aiming directly at you, McGowan. (laughs) Uh, How do you block
2: it? Uh, I think he just holds up the shield uh I, I think that when he was going for the green flame blade the the first one hit and so he brings it back around and just like really selling out trying to channel more of this sorceress energy he he oversold it and that's why he missed and so i think that he's uh, almost down below it so the tendrils come down and he just holds up the shield to block it one thump, the other thump,
0: as a drum i sang and i sang and i sang there is no voice but the mouth is
2: mouthing it and a question. Yes. Are, do the vines around this thing, like, does it all count as it's one big thing just because green flame blade deals damage to a, quote, second creature if there's a second creature?
0: Oh, interesting. I love that. Your flame, as it is bringing these these hooks, these claws down, I think it is still burning with some of this green flame. Some of it, I think, slags off and falls into the vines below, which, like that Harry Potter thing where they're in the fucking Oh, yeah, and the maze whatever, like, thing? Yeah. Th- Oh, it begins yeah, yeah. To, they almost like hiss and squirm away from the fallen flame. That area directly underneath it is bare for the first time as these vines are not so much destroyed, but are scrambling away from the flame. Nice. Back up to Yora.
3: I think mid sprint, she's going to pull out the spear. Mm-hmm. While sprinting, right, you're going to do one of those jump javelin tosses at this thing because it's clearly like over top of McGowan attacking his shield.
0: Go ahead and give me that roll to throw that javelin. 19 to hit? Yes, that is going to hit.
3: 11 points of damage.
0: You hit it with a mighty javelin throw and it sticks, I think, directly out of this thing's torso. And just, again, every time there is some sort of mundane attack to it, it it affects the body, Mm -hmm. but the tendrils themselves remain undaunted and undeterred.
3: (laughs) Flavorful. Mid, I'm in mid-run.
0: There's a wrecking ball coming. Absolutely. Najma.
1: I think she's going to try to get up. I think I'm just going to try to hit it again.
0: You're going to shadow step over there and hit it? Yep. And I believe that gives you advantage on your first melee It attack. sure
1: does. Yeah. Thank you. And I'll bonus hit it too, so I'll do Do you want to step
0: onto the leaves or on the patch that isn't covered in vines?
1: Not covered in vines. Okay, natural 20. Ooh. Ooh for the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 25. Okay. Hell yeah. All those hit. Oh, Whoa. Okay, we'll take it.
0: <laughs> Iconic.
1: So, at Nat 21 was 17. Filthy. The second one is 10.
0: Najma, you deal a devastating blow. Exactly where this green flame did so much damage and the the javelin bouncing off didn't seem to do as much, your fists, still covered in the shadow of your past without trace, are blurring and breaking and punching into this thing, dealing quite a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. And where you hit, the vines are now also beginning to falter, not just the physical body of this puppet of this man. The vines themselves are crushed somehow by your shadow uh, strikes. And now all of a sudden it begins to list to the side and you see a leg fall out, no longer attached to this puppet. It is just the writhing of green tendrils and vines (sighs) below. McGowan.
2: Seeing that this stranger is here and that Yora's on her way, McGowan is going to look at this writhing beast as he's getting out from under it, take one of the charred pieces of the vine, grip it tightly, have his sorceress energy flow through it as he tries to cast Slow on it. Pecan Shave. Wisdom save, actually. Wisdom. Oh, that is a 20. 20? Ooh, the wisdom is is high. Okay, cool. Uh, it is not Slowed then. Urgh, damn. Yeah, that's his turn. He's going to stay where he is.
0: Damn. Nobody is quite sure what is happening here on the boat because you were all up there.
3: I assume they're murking that one guy. <laughs> it's just an assumption. Or they're gonna try and cut it out of him like fucking alien. Najma. Mm-hmm. One
0: or
1: two. Two. Ah, oh, fuck. It ah, turns
0: beans. as it is sort of rotating in this way. It doesn't seem to have a front like humans have a front anymore. Mm -hmm. It is this omnidirectional sort of swirling of vines and orange flowers now peeling out from where these vines have been damaged and it rears back and attacks with both of its arms claws. McGowan.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: 20 to hit.
2: I will use shield.
0: Boom! Bounces off of this. Shield? Shield shield. (laughs) Shield shield. Double shield. You do. And it brings it around, and it just can't break through this magical barrier of force. Yora,
3: (laughs) I'm making a dex check? Yes, to move quickly. Yep. So I have danger sense, which means I have advantage on dex saving throws against effects that you can see while not blind to defend it. I think that works great. Okay, just want to double check. Nice. Because it's usually associated with traps. It's not a trap. It is an effect.
0: 13. You pass. You can move freely.
3: In the last five foot, I'm just going to leap and reckless attack this motherfucker. Hit it. Uh, 17 to hit. That is going to hit. Nice. 10 points of damage. Halved. So five points of damage. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Another 17 to hit. Hits. 17. Halved. Which comes to eight.
0: Great. Slamming down again and again. And again and again, these vines continue to creep and they continue to hiss and they continue to spray. You cut one in half and both ends wriggle off. You cut those and you cut and you cut and you cut. Your well-made conventional weapons are damaging and breaking and slicing and slicing and slicing, but they continue and continue to move until finally you have cut it into such messes that the plant matter that is there simply cannot constitute itself. And it is gone. And from the boat, you hear... The slamming of the hall door. Oh.